Nobody brings Philadelphia fans closer together like the Green Legion. From tailgates in South Philly to invading enemy territory, this group is home to the true Philadelphia sports fan. Now, their party hits the airwaves. Quimby, Michael Diaz, Chris Sachs, Slash, Super Sam, and legendary wide receiver Irving Fryer always keep the conversation going. So crack a beer, take a shot, and join the virtual tailgate now on Green Legion Radio. All right, everybody. Green Legion Radio here on Fox Sports. The Gambler, a 4th of July weekend. Uh, whether or not you're coming to or from the shore, you're slumming it in the city with us. Rexy and I are going to Cavanaugh's River Deck after this, right at 3 o'clock. So if any of you guys want to join us over there, please stop by. Happy to buy you a couple drinks for saying you were listening in on the show. Uh, and legendary merchant marine. Rex Conroy, Brian Rex Conroy, joining us today. What's happening, brother? Thanks for having me. Please, bro. I can't get away from you now. This is true. We just spent this the last couple days together. Uh, Rexy and I just got a place together in Lauderdale along with uh, with Leonardo, and uh, we're happy that uh, keeping keeping the place here yeah. uh, for uh, for the time being, but... We're going to be sellies. We're, yeah, we're... we're, we're, we're 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 Florida residents. We're going to be in thirty days, and and looking forward to that. John Jansen, back in studio. I don't know how you got convinced to come in on Fourth of July weekend, but appreciate you being there. How you? Doing, I'm always brother? here. I'm actually I'm actually staying here for the whole weekend. So I'm just really kidding. no not going down to the shore at all. Uh, I'm not going. I'm actually going down to North Carolina for the weekend. Oh, wait. You said you're here all weekend, and I'm going to kidding. North Carolina for the weekend. No, yeah, no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> staying in the studio. I'm really confused. All right, that's cool. Um, I was just joking but, with you. No, please, because uh, I can never tell if you're serious. I'm never serious. Don't ever take me seriously. All right. Well, that's good. <laughs> I think you should know this show. by now, Quimby. Uh, everybody checking in on our chat room, Lou Mancini, Joyce Russ, Rob Valivas. Yeah, 3 p.m. you guys will be in bed by 5. Rexy won't be. I will be. I'm, I'm good with that. I have, a, I have a shelf life of about five or six hours, although uh, once again... Would like to thank uh, Christy, Greg, Mitch, uh, uh, Rachel, everybody, uh, and of course Joe O'Donnell, owner of the Parrot, the world famous Parrot Lounge in Lauderdale. Rexy and I were supposed to come home on Thursday. <laughs> and we, you know what? You, you, you're pulling you're pulling a uh, a good fellow's move when the opportunity for the captain to tell you. We can't tell you not to get off the plane because we're sitting. We 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 board the plane from Lauderdale uh, to come back to Philly, and there's two two cells over the airport. And apparently, I didn't know this until then. I travel very often. I didn't know this until right now. But the captain captain was great, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, he was very good at informing us. Yeah, as opposed to as opposed to the, uh, uh, opposed to those asshats in the cockpit, <laughs> giggity that. Won't tell you a damn thing yep. about what's going on. This guy came out every seven or eight minutes just to keep giving us an update. So what takes place is if there's a if there is any lightning within three miles of an airport, you uh, that grounds crew cannot be outside. And anytime lightning hits within three miles of an airport, 
there's a clock that resets, and it's every it's ten minutes each time. So we kept getting lightning. So we couldn't take off. I believe the storm was to the south, so we could have taken off and gotten up north without getting in any trouble. But they weren't allowing grounds crew to to be out. Yeah, there was cargo that they still had to le- uh, load on. All the passengers were on board, but not all the cargo was on right, board. Right. So uh, it it kept it happened about four times. We're forty five minutes, fifty minutes in, and sure enough, uh, I go to Rexy. As soon as the captain goes, you know, we can't tell you not to get off the plane. I call, I call American Reservations. I'm like, hey, can you get us on tomorrow? Done. Boom. Rexy and I just got up, walked off the plane, and said we'd rather we had better seats. Oh yeah, we got well, we got upgraded, and we went, was, which was great. We got a, a room right next to the parrot, and we sat and drank. Even though my shelf life, Rob V, is usually only about four or five hours drinking, I was out for a good nine past midnight, which is which I was is out pretty past rare one. for you. Past one. Was it midnight or one? I I I don't usually yeah, get time was, night. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was I was a little surprised at how late it was because I'm like, how could I be have been in this bar for yeah, like yeah. 10 I think I, I think I was with you for about nine hours, and uh, it was it was fun. Met some good people. Carrie, what was her husband's name? Was it Rick? I don't know. It was remember. Carrie and Rick. I don't remember, but good people, and of course Joe O'Donnell. Always takes care of us. If you are ever in Fort Lauderdale, a stop has to be the world-famous Parrot Lounge. It's a nice old-school bar. It's it's got good food, friendly people. And you you know a place is nice when – because service industry people turn over so much. And everyone's been there for so long that you, that's when They've you know they're working in a good place. They've had six bartenders there for uh, Tommy. Tommy's great. Oh, yeah, Tommy. Tommy's Tommy's the least tenured there, but uh, Greg's been there almost thirty-five years. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Mitch has been there twenty-eight years. Christy, Christy's third on the tenure list at at ten, and then Maureen is nine. Rachel's like six, uh, and then there's Tommy, and that's it. Those are the bartenders they've had. And this is this is a place that holds a couple hundred people. Yeah, you know you don't you don't. Uh, John, of course, bartends there. Joe's son, uh, at, which, by the way, he is he's he's an awesome dude. And right? it's a block from the beach. And it's a block from the beach. Stop there on the way in, on the way out, if you're going to the beach. You know, it, it's not just a destination to go to to watch a, a Philadelphia sports event. It's just a great, you know, corner corner bar. You know, you walk in, Norm, that yeah. that, <laughs> that kind of thing, and and it. It gives Lauderdale some character that it may not have. And Quimby's one of the pictures on the wall. Uh, I made the Wall of Fame a long time ago, but that's only because I'm a complete total alcoholic. Um, let's see here. What are we going to talk about? We've got a few things to do today. One's going to take up a better part of the last hour, the second hour of, of the show. I... I, I I'm just I'm I'm such a big fan of Jimmy Kemsky, and he came out with his dumpster fire series uh, this week, which is just phenomenal. How you know he actually rips the Eagles a little bit just to just to save some grace. Mm-hmm. I I, I kind of wish he wouldn't do that because he gets hate mail from everybody else in the NFC East, and I'd just be like, yeah, Eagles are always going to win. Screw you guys. That's what I would tell him. But he does one against the Eagles, which we won't be going over. But today we will be going over uh, the well. Where is top ten reasons the Cowboys will be a dumpster fire this season, and it's hysterical. And you know what? A lot of the stuff that he talked about last year completely came true. Talked about uh, 
how many takeaways the Cowboys had as an organization and how it was going to deplete. Talked about anybody that was uh, a D-back in the league, safety or, or corner, and anybody that had over 10 interceptions in a season, how that went down by 6.9 the following year. Really? Trayvon Diggs. Right. I thought he was so overrated. Well, but he had 11 interceptions last year and had four. Uh, oh. uh, excuse me. 11 interceptions the year before had four last year. So 6.7. Went down by seven. That's a giant number. You know, it, but it's giantly accurate. And giantly will not be next Saturday when we talk about the top ten reasons the Giants will be a dumpster fire this year. Unhappy Gilmore coming in uh, the room. Good to see you. Uh I get a, a text message from, from Unhappy earlier. He goes, all these firings at ESPN, and they still kept Doris Burke. <laughs> he, he is relentless, dude. I love it. They're just circling the train, aren't they, ESPN? Well. You know, not, they started circling it a couple years ago. Everybody's starting to realize the, <clears throat> the, the agenda doesn't work for everybody. When they had the comments on the, uh, what was that, the Oscars or something, I'm like, if I want to pay attention to the Oscars, I'll watch the Oscars or the E! Channel. I don't want information from the entertainment industry on my sports channel. I don't. I don't. I don't want anything, I don't want anything from the entertainment industry other than great movies and shows to watch and porn. That's it. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to hear your view on anything at all. You know why? <clears throat> Let's talk about that. How many people have you met over the course of your life who say they're an actor or actress for a living and they're not completely whacked? I haven't met a lot of Every them, but... single one of these actors and actresses, entertainers in Hollywood were that same jackass that you wouldn't talk to at a bar unless they were really hot. Because the second they said... They're 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 an actor and actress. Oh yeah, what you, what have you done? Uh, I did a hemorrhoids commercial like <laughs> ten years ago. <laughs> yeah, like uh, like Penny in, in, in Big Bang Theory, right? Well, you you were talking about how like you think Kevin Bacon has lost it, and it's quite possible because if you live in that vacuum of like a complete lack of reality for too long, you're probably going to lose your mind. You've, you've already yeah, you're you're already well on your way. And anyway, so yeah, keep look just. Keep churning out the porn. Good with that. Uh, keep churning out. You know what? I'm pissed off. They stopped Lucifer. That could have gone another six seasons. Love that show. Uh, but yeah, there's there's plenty of good stuff coming on and on and on, which makes it a little difficult because I have every subscription service now. Disney Plus, Paramount Plus, Netflix, uh, Prime Video, Hulu, uh, all of it. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going... And, and I see a lot of repeat, and that pisses me off. Mm. But when I'm about ready to cancel a service, I have Max. When I'm about ready to cancel a service, all of a sudden they get a series that I have yeah. to watch, and then I can't get rid of it. I haven't watched Prime since Reacher or The Boys, but I will pay that annual fee to watch Reacher and The Boys as as as, as long as they keep doing it. Um well, hold on. Let me get to the business of uh, uh, of Green Legion Radio. I did forget to mention, because it's been a little while since I've done a show, taking a little time off for the summer and getting our act together. The show is brought to you by our friends at Cheerleaders Gentlemen's Club, everybody. Make sure you check out 
the new cheerleaders gentlemen's club as it should be complete. And they we, just finished the, uh, the 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 dance room. Did they that, finish it? Yeah, that was on uh, I believe Facebook earlier today. Nice, good. So check it out. Go over there. Ask for Chubbs. Ask for Billy. Cheryl, you call her. Uh, you call her Billy. Say the Green Legion sent you. Uh, excellent, excellent. Best, best gentlemen's club in the city. And I still haven't learned how to turn off my cell phone before <laughs> I start a show. Maybe I should do the same. All right. Yeah. No one calls me. <laughs> and you don't answer your phone anyway, so it doesn't matter. Uh, you guys were an iHeart Radio station. Make sure you download the iHeartRadio app. Rate, review, download, and subscribe to Green Legion Radio on Fox Sports, The Gambler, Philadelphia. The show is brought to you proudly by our friends at Bud Light, Bud Light Seltzer, and Michelob Ultra, Stateside Vodka, and Stateside Bourbon, Diaz. <laughs> Dave Bavuso State Farm Agency in Williamstown, New Jersey. Greater Philadelphia Health Action, Bucks County Baseball Company. Premier Window Cleaning, WeHateDirtyWindows.com. That's WeHateDirtyWindows.com. The Ludlam Bar and Grill, formerly La Costa in Sea Isle City. Again, cheerleaders, gentlemen's club, Echelon Health and Fitness, and Echelon Health and Fitness in Audubon, New Jersey. That is their newest location. We just did a show there about a month ago. Make sure you get over there. Get your membership. Tell them the Green Legion sent you. And, of course, E&J Mobile Cigar Lounge. Uh, Jansen, how we're, how far are we into this first segment already? Uh, you're doing great. You're about like 14 minutes in. You're doing good. Oh, all right, so we've got some time. Let's 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 get to it because you have all the time I in the world, Quimby. It's all yours. Uh, you know what? Jansen, you know what? You know what? Time's yours. That, oh, oh. <laughs> and I had a little 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 uh, 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 little distress with my tummy earlier today. Now I'm really sick. <laughs> seriously, seriously, I knew you would love that one. Well, uh, you know what? Uh, I'm going to talk about this right now because Diaz just sent me a text message, and oh, that's terrible! You even blocked him yet? <sighs> I think about it every day, bro. Every day. <laughs> if I didn't still write him checks, it would be oh, done. Oh, so you write him checks? Wow. Okay. Hold, shut up! You got your check. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Uh, does any uh, all right? Does anybody? Rexy and I were sitting at the Parrot for about three hours yesterday before our flight, which was continued to, to be delayed. But thankfully, they delayed us uh, publicly before we had to go to the airport, so we didn't have to sit there. Uh, did see uh, uh, Julie Quinn? Uh, it was good to see you in the airport, um, but. Instead of going to the airport and sitting there watching absolutely nothing, we were able to sit at the Parrot for a while. Which, by the way, I want to talk about that Cal uh, Colin Coward. Uh, oh yeah, uh, uh, starting uh, all-time defense under twenty-five list. Jackasses! You, He's you got. Uh, here's the here's the thing. You know what? We do this once a week, and in season twice a week, uh, maybe three times. All right. These guys that are doing this every day. Unless, unless there is a betting platform which changes constantly, like John Jansen, uh, yeah, yeah, right? John Jansen, John Jansen, hey. and Sean Brace okay. here. Yeah, I mean, you guys have something different to talk about every day because people are gambling every day. All right, but jackasses. 
I don't want to say it. I just did. Like our, 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 our constituent on the show, Colin Coward, yesterday came out with a list of the uh, 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 all, 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 all uh, NFC defense under 25 list. And you know who was on that? Jordan Davis. Jordan Davis had eight solo tackles last year. 18 combined. One tackle for a loss. And he made the all-NFC number one under-25 defense. Who is doing your content writing? I get it, man. I, I actually like Colin Coward. I don't know a lot of people. I don't care for him. I, I know you don't, but I, I do. I like. I, I like him. He's a, he's, a, he's a jackass, which you know, I, I I adhere to. You would relate strong to that. I do, but Jordan Jordan Davis did nothing last year except get fined about forty times for being late to every practice and meeting he could have been. All right, that's what Jordan Davis excelled at last year: getting fined. I think he got fined close to $800,000. Plus, he was injured. He wasn't injured. They weren't, letting, they weren't letting the cat out of the bag. Oh, that was all cover again? <clears throat> he was a problem child. That was Jordan Davis last year. Want to know why Jordan Davis didn't play? Problem child. Problem child. Uh-oh. Super Sam Brady in the room. Love Seed again here this weekend? Did they come out with their walkers? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> anyway. Um, so they had Jordan Davis in this all-conference uh, uh, all def- uh, defense under 25. I'm like, did you? The Eagles were the most watched team last year in football. Did you watch any of it? Because he wasn't there. I didn't know they were the most watched team. Well, top two. I, well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt it because they were so good last year. I just figured it's usually the bandwagon teams. Anyway, uh, so I'll get that off uh, uh, off my chest. But what I do want to talk about, and uh, Jansen, how much time do we have? You got a few minutes. Uh, Jansen, I'm going to ask you first. The reports have come out that our friend, the Beard, the beard was not happy how the Sixers handled his contract situation. Has anybody been happy with how the Sixers have hired uh, have handled anything? I mean, if you ask Sixers fans, no, they haven't handled things right. But I don't know. A lot of the responsibility falls on Harden, right? Their shortcomings in the second round fall on Harden. So as much as he could not be happy with the Sixers, I think the Sixers have every right to not be happy about his performance. So, I, I have to point this out. Uh, where does the responsibility fall on Joel Embiid? Oh, it does. You're because right. Oh, absolutely. He, absolutely. He, he, you know, he, he came up, for a guy seven foot two. he came up pretty short. Right. Both of your stars came up. Very short in the second in the in game six in the second half and really the fourth quarter and then in the entire game of game seven your two stars didn't show up. That's why you're yeah. right. It's on Embiid too. Can, 
I, I'm not as familiar with Harden's uh, background, but I believe he leaves a sour taste in everyone's mouth where he always leaves from. This is his thing. Yes, it has happened a lot. Houston and Brooklyn and now Philly. But that's not a lot. I mean, the guy's 33 years old. It, it, he's been with three teams in his entire career. I, I wouldn't say he's left. Well, he's been uh, well, in four, but you, Oklahoma, you, I don't think it ended up bad. It's just that he was kind of under the shadow of Kevin Durant and Westbrook. And he kind of yeah, wanted to do his own thing. Yeah, I, I, I get that. But I don't think he left from uh, uh, from Oklahoma I don't think there was a sour taste. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I mean. I don't think it was a sour taste. He was taste ready to go. Yeah. And I, I you know, I uh, you know, Houston he won a title. So I don't know if he, you know, right? He won a title in Houston, didn't he? He has not won a title anywhere. He got close. He, he got to the not. Western he got to the Western Conference Finals uh with Chris Paul when Chris Paul was in Houston, but they did not move on. And look, Brooklyn, does anybody that is <laughs> let's talk about Brooklyn. Can we you got to thank can him. We for honest, taking... <laughs> can we honestly say that anybody comes out of Brooklyn with a good taste in their mouth or vice versa? I mean, your stars so far in Brooklyn, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, James Harden, Ben Simmons. Can we talk about anybody else? That, they did take him off our hands. I get Shouldn't that. we always but be grateful that, for that? that? You know what? That, for the NBA... Brooklyn is the dumpster fire. And it is. It always will be. You know why? Because it's Brooklyn and you suck. <laughs> Did I say that out loud? Because you're Brooklyn and you suck. You're a New Yorker. You suck. All right? And Brooklyn is even worse. Take it. Leave it. Don't care. Quimby, Green Legion Radio. Fox Sports, The Gambler, brought to you by Cheerleaders Gentlemen's Club. We're going to talk a little bit more about potential trades to get him out of town because I don't think he's worth $36 million in any capacity. And when we come back, since my week 13 prediction was the last, the last that I had, that was the 49ers and a 27-13 W for our, our birds. We come back, we're going to talk about that second game against the Cowboys at AT&T Stadium. And I want to talk about, remember, remind me to talk about a forklift driver, Jansen. Will you do that? Um, I don't know if I'm going to remember that, but sure. Forklift driver, Rexy, forklift driver. I, it's it's an odd thing to bring up, yep. so I'll try to remember it yep. based on how odd of a thing that is to bring up. You guys, Green Legion Radio, Fox Sports, The Gambler, 102.5 FM, Philadelphia, brought to you by friends at Terry Leaders Gentlemen's Club. We'll be back right after this. Spreads, totals, and all the prop bets in between. It's The Gambler. Everybody, Green Legion Radio, Fox Sports, The Gambler. Brought to you by friends at Cheerleaders Gentlemen's Club. Get down there, check out all the new renovations. It will be a brand new Cheerleaders Gentlemen's Club within the next three to four weeks. There's just uh, been a few things that they are uh, they are still getting taken care of, but we'll you know, well you know what let's let's talk about that real quick. They were redoing the kitchen. The dance room. 
right? The DJ booth. There are big changes coming to Cheerleaders Gentlemen's Club. New look, next level. Not only does Cheerleaders have the sexiest entertainers in the city, Cheerleaders will be the most beautiful Gentlemen's Club in Philadelphia from the stunning new sleek VIP rooms to the best view for all sporting events on their 75-foot video wall, which is really freaking cool. The amazing Chef Felix will be serving the tastiest food in a new state-of-the-art kitchen. Follow Cheerleader social media at Cheerleaders Philly to see the, the renovation progress of the best gentlemen's club in Philadelphia. Uh, all right, you guys, Harden, do we do we want to talk any more about this or we do, just don't care? You know? I'm sure you would love to talk about it. Seems like you would love to talk <laughs> about Harden for the next two hours. I. <sighs> That's all I need I to just, hear. You know what? And and I get, get as much as you can from him or for him. Let him. But what are you going to get for him? I, 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 like the best was Christian Fournier. The, That's what we saw yesterday, right? And two other slugs. I say we get something. A young guy coming up, something with value. Maybe no. maybe a draft pick. You're gonna I, have to. You're gonna have to. You're, you're gonna have to keep your 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 thoughts together. Maxie's on the last year of his rookie contract. You got to resign. You got to resign Maxie. Um. But yeah, you got. But here's the deal. That's the problem with the NBA. The problem with the NBA is, in order to make a trade, the salary cap has to work. So if you're the Sixers right now, you have to be smart about this, and they haven't been in any capacity. You got to dump thirty six million because Maxie's going to get every bit. Of the dollars that he's worth, whether it's in Philadelphia or not, you got to be able to dump or get rid of these contracts after next season, or you're not going to have the room to sign Maxi. Right? They're going to be luxury taxes. It is. So I don't know. And I'm I'm just I'm just happy to say one thing about this. I hope Josh Harris is as bad of an owner in the NFL as he is in the NBA. Because the commanders, <laughs> I'm still, I'm still pissed we lost that game to them. All right, we should have been five and one in the division last year, but um, that's that's all. All right, so I want to I want to get back to uh, what I've been talking about for weeks. Never get through it all because, well, because I talk too much, and. Thank God I found a way that I can actually do that and make money. Yay, radio. But I've been giving my predictions, predictions, pain, for the last few weeks of Philadelphia Eagles for the regular season. I'll go through them all. We're, uh, we got through week 13 a few weeks ago, and then I stopped. Uh, I didn't do shows for a couple weeks, and you guys had to listen to that same uh, same rerun, but... Week one, Patriots, Eagles, 27 to 10. Spoil. We are spoiling the Tom Brady uh, uh, half of New England fillet party. Uh, sorry. Have fun, Tom. <laughs> Week two. <laughs> that's. I think that's loud, right? Fillet? I'm, I've been getting away with it for a while. Jansen doesn't say anything. No, technically, I try not to. I, yeah, but then you keep asking me to say stuff, and then I have to. I'm not. So, Rexy, shut up. Thank you. Uh, week two, Vikings, forty-one to seventeen. W. You think they're going to be that bad? Excuse me. What'd you just say? I think 
the Eagles will beat the Vikings 41-17 to on Thursday night, home opener here in Philadelphia. But that's beating the horns off them, 41-17. They that's suck. wild. I don't think they're going to be that bad. Come what on. Was this, what, was this, what was the score of the last game? 24-7. Right. 24-7. Have the Vikings gotten better in the offseason? No. Not particularly, no. All right. First game at home after losing a Super Bowl. What do you think they're going to do? Minnesota's defense is horrendous. And Minnesota, for the last three times they visited here, have not scored more than ten points. I'm giving them seven. You're so generous. Sometimes I am. All right. Don't worry. Yeah, we're getting a forklift. All right. 41 to 17. Eagles are 2 and 0. Week 3 at Tampa Bay. Just clipped the 500 mark on our attendees for Tampa. It is a huge trip. Our tailgate is going to be the bomb and if I haven't told you, you didn't read about it on social media when Diaz posted it. We were just uh, House Wines uh Michelob Ultra Bud Light Bud Light Seltzer for the tailgate, but the Legends uh, hospitality group at Steinbrenner Field was kind enough to add well drinks in our tailgate as well. So, ladies, if you don't want the heavy stuff or guys, you don't want the heavy stuff, well drinks available for that now. I am now expecting, based on our attendance for this tailgate at 500 right now, to be over a 1,000. And we can hold every bit of it at Steinbrenner Field, which is great. So be prepared, you guys. Hop on that tailgate. It is going to be spectacular. Week three at the Buccaneers. Put it in the books. That team is now out of that Super Bowl run. It's dismantled. The offensive line is not that good anymore. Eight sacks the Eagles will record in a 31-13 victory. Eagles are 3-0. and Commanders. <laughs> It just makes me laugh every time I hear Commanders. Commodes. Uh, yeah, jackasses. 31-27, close game, but winning in Philadelphia and getting some revenge for that loss. The first loss of the season for the Eagles last year at home against the Red. Commodes. Anyway, and this is where I hate it. Because we have over 450 people on our L.A. trip right now. I think week five is our first loss in L.A. All right. Uh, 31 to 21. I actually don't think it's a close game, unfortunately. I think they get seven points in the last four minutes. And then the Rams are able to run out the clock. I just don't... I. This schedule is front and loaded, but I don't like the travel to the West Coast. I never do, uh, and I think the Rams, the Rams might ha- might have a little bit of a chip on their shoulder this year, and they should because they should. They had a massive Super Bowl slump last year. I'd be pissed. Now they they sold the farm to win a Super the, Bowl. And I, I'll did. tell you right now, the only thing that could elevate the Eagles to a W is the fact. That we will, in Los Angeles, have home field advantage. No doubt. 
no doubt in my mind whatsoever. So keep that in mind. But I say 31-21 loss to the Rams. Week 6 at Jets. Sorry. Just stop. Stop. Stop with your Jets talk. Okay? I, 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 I want to see I, like 70 so I, sacks of... Uh... I buried, I buried Rexy in this conversation this week. I no, dude. What uh, chance? In, what year is uh, Aaron Rodgers in? It's a good question. Contract. Got drafted not in two thousand. Not of his contract. No, I think it's, he got drafted in two thousand five. Five. So seventeen. 18. Yeah, that sounds right. Eighteen. Yeah. Eighteen season. All right. He is no Tom Brady. I don't mean to fillet Tom. But he is no Tom Brady. All right? <laughs> and it's the... I get it. The Jets have some nice players. Yeah, well, the Jets have this player, this player, this player. They are still owned by the worst owner or one of the worst owners in the league. Do I have to go over it again? Steven Ross. The, the Jets have never lacked talent. They've lacked coaching and ownership. They've lacked... Leadership. There it is! Rexy! That was... They have lacked leadership in a massive way. And it's because the owner of the organization does not give one flying SH number one T. And it shows on the field. It does. It does. You can't. Season after you can't season. Steven Ross just got a little lucky this year. All right. Because Tommy, Tommy Boy's out. All right. I don't think the Dolphins are good. I think they lack leadership. Atlanta Falcons lack leadership because Arthur Blank is a compl- I don't know what you're anyway, allowed Jeff. to say anymore. Good. Oh, you probably swearing. shouldn't say it. No, it's fine. Sure. No, no, no. I, I think I could call somebody that, but I can't use it in a in a as a verb. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, got please it. don't okay. do that. Yeah. All right. So uh, the Ford family. <laughs> oh, Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell's going to turn that team around. No, he's not. No, he's not because he's taking direction from the Ford family. Bob Ford is a complete and total jackass. All right? All of them. Guess what? You know what? You know what? Jerry Jones. All right? Jeffrey Lurie. Closest to home. Right? These are two owners that are intimately involved in the process of the team. We didn't find that out. We knew Jerry Jones was. Yeah, it was always obvious. Public, but we didn't know that about Jeffrey Lurie. We found that out through a great article uh, from uh, uh, the, uh, oh, God, the Atlantic. Uh, right? The Atlantic? That was where that article was? That came from? That kind of exposed that? Um who was the wide receiver we drafted that went to the Vikings that he was a complete bust? Wasn't that Lori's decision? Oh, wait. What's a Jalen Rager? Yeah. No. Wasn't that? We don't, we don't know. Okay. But here's the deal. At, at the very least, all right, Jeffrey Lori has tried to not be in the limelight, but be intimately involved in the team. All right. All these other owners, you should, I think we've given Lori a little bit of, discredit for his approach to the team. And 
looking back on this, man, just think. You could you could be a Jaguars fan. You could be a Jets fan. You could be a, a Lions fan. You could be a Falcons fan. You could be a Dolphins fan. And your team will never get anywhere. As long as current ownership is in place. Taking a step back, because I know I gave Jeffrey Lurie some grief about being too intimately involved. At least he is intimately involved. Whether or not his direction leads us to the promised land, at least he's part of it. At least he gives a damn. And I can say there's probably two or three other owners in the league, which then you're talking about a third of the league. A third of the league are run by owners that don't give one single. We know what you mean. This is how many I give, right? Yeah. Don't care. Don't care. We should be happy. We should be happy as hell to have an owner like Jeffrey Lurie, who is that intimately involved in the success of the team. The other problem with uh, Jerry Jones is he's too involved, but he's also too sentimental. You need to be able to cut ties quickly. Oh, he's got ties. They cut Amari Cooper last year. I think he's too sentimental. Anyway, Eagles Jets 27-17. Thanks, Aaron. Appreciate you. Appreciate you playing. Uh, So now we're five and one. Week seven against the Dolphins. Don't give me any. Stop. You said it. You said it. Two is going to be in a home before he's forty. Yeah, he's. I that kid needs to retire, man. I. That's one of those things. Like you see someone get that many head injuries. It's like I, I get it. You want to be a competitor. You want to be the warrior. But, dude, you're going to be drinking take, take, all of take, your take, meals take your money. through a straw. Yeah, take your money. All right, take your money. That was guaranteed to you. I think he got what? Uh, what, what was he? The uh, fourth or fifth pick overall? Yeah, he was. Remember, he was picked over Jalen twice, uh, once at Alabama and once in the draft. No, I'm not. Well, that wasn't even close. I'm talking about uh, it was between him and uh, uh, San Diego. Uh, oh, yeah, Herbert. Herbert. Herbert went right after him. Miami had the opportunity to draft Herbert and took Tua. I mean, I think Tua is good. I just think that he has, has his brain rattled way his, too many can't times. Can't keep his crap together. I get it. Um, oh, by the way, Rob is so happy about the girls that are going to be attending the the, uh, the L.A. trip with us. I can't wait to see some of them again uh, as well. So, uh, Dolphins, 41-21. Lost. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks for coming up, you guys. Appreciate it. At Commanders. Sorry, this team still sucks. All right. And probably. They're always going to play us tough, though. It is hard for us to uh, sweep any divisional divisional rival, regardless of their record. They will, we will always play everyone else tough in our division. That's how the NFC East operates. You know, you know, you know what? Chase Young is real close to being a bust. He came out firing, but guess what? When you, oh, I'm sorry, Daniel Snyder. <laughs> and now, was, Josh I was, Harris. I was waiting yeah. for that name to come up. Sorry. I think he's the worst. Sorry. All right. Uh, yes. Uh, it, it, sorry. When, 
you we've had this conversation recently because I'm pissed off at you for not playing more golf, and I'm going to be doing that two or three times a week uh, when we are in Florida. Let's start off with mini golf. I like the windmills. Excellent, you know? bro. I'm down. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't see you laughing now, clown. Um, you can pull up that clip whenever you want, Jansen. What? I can't do it. Um, I, I, I just watched that when clip when like when last week. When you're when playing, spits, spits yeah. out the golf ball. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, classic movie. When you're if if you're a decent golfer and you're playing with a bunch of scrubs, most people will play to that level. All right. If you're on a if you're a good football player and you're playing on a bad team. You're going to play to that level too. It you're a product of your you're a product of your environment. And Chase Young, Chase Young will not be good again until he gets out of Washington. Landover. I also think the Eagles, and I'm not, not at this game, but I find that the Eagles often start the season slow and rusty. Really? Yes. They went eight and zero last year. I didn't say every year. All I right. said often. Gotcha. Uh, Jansen, how much time do we have? Um, you know, you could probably just go to the end of the hour. No, I don't want to do that because I'm trying to time my uh, my reads. Then you can do whatever you want. Uh, we should probably take a break then right now, right? You can do that. All right. You know what? All right, we're going to come back. We're going to rip the commodes a little bit more. Uh, we're at week eight, 27-24. I don't know why I have that. Just because there hasn't been a close victory for the Eagles through week eight in my prediction. But... 27-24, 7-1, halfway through the season, almost halfway through the season. And you know what? Don't do anything halfway. Because here's the deal. When you combine State Farm Home and auto insurance, you save an average of $889. State Farm agent Dave Bavuso is ready to help you combine home and auto in South Jersey and Pennsylvania. Call Dave today, 856 740 5012. That's 856 740 5012. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Dave Bavuso is the official State Farm representative of the Green Legion and will be when the car takes a trip south. He can take care of you anywhere you're going. Average annual per household savings are based on a 2019 national survey by State Farm of new policyholders who reported savings by switching to State Farm. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements. You guys, Green Legion Radio on Fox Sports Radio in Philadelphia. Brought to you by our friends at Cheerleaders Gentlemen's Club. We'll be back to trash the NFC East some more right after this. If you can wager on it. We're talking about it. It's The Gambler. Wow, Carson Wentz is 31 years old. Is that accurate? Does that sound right, you guys? Carson Wentz is 31? I remember a lot of times these guys come out of college, they're like 24 years old. 23, 24 years old. They've had five years of eligibility. And they usually go to college about 18 or 19. <laughs> Keenan Harmon. Wenzel is coaching Pop Warner in North Dakota. That boy. <laughs> Everybody, Green Legion Radio, Fox Sports, The Gambler. Brought to you by friends at Cheerleaders Gentlemen's Club. Echelon Health and Fitness, everyone. Located in Voorhees, New Jersey. And Audubon, 
New Jersey just had their grand opening last month. Voted best gym in South Jersey seven years in a row. Membership starting at eight ninety nine per month. Family and locally owned. Make sure you check out over one hundred group fitness and Thrive personal training sessions per week. MBSC Thrive Personal Training considered the best group training in the country and is exclusively offered in South Jersey at Echelon Health and Fitness in both their Voorhees and Audubon locations. Member perks. Echelon members save at over 800 local businesses simply for being an active member. Coming to another location soon. Can't tell you. Interesting. Actually, I don't, I don't know, but I know they're going to expand. <laughs> Call 856-454-2976. That's 856-454-2976 for a free 30-day all-access pass. Or go to echelonhf.com. That's echelonhfhealthfitness.com. All right, guys, tell Quinn we sent you. Tell, yeah, tell Quinn the Green Legion sent you. Um, all right, we're talking about uh, predictions. Predictions. Pain. Uh, hold on, let me find my stuff here. We we're my- talking about the commanders, and God, they make me snicker. I, I, it's amazing how much talent has also gone through that team, and they haven't really have anything to show for it for twenty years. That's how long Snyder's been down there, right? Twenty some years. He's a jackass. Oh, I think that's putting it lightly. All you need to know. Ah, uh, Tree Murphy called us oh, man, during the show. Doing? I don't know. Hope he's doing well. Good to see. Good to see him calling us. All right. Uh, Lou Mancini, Keenan Harmon, Super Sam Brady, Unhappy Gilmore. Who else is in the room? I don't even know. Um, Rob V, he probably left. He's, he's, he, he, he doesn't take long with much of anything. Uh, I did uh, watch a show on uh, Friday night. Yeah, how was it? It was good. Good. He's always doing well. All right. Commanders, week eight, 27-24. The Birds are 7-1 and one through Week 8. And I don't find that hard to believe. They were 8-0 through Week 8 last year. Cowboys, nobody liked this prediction, and I unfortunately gave it to you, but I think the Eagles lose against the Cowboys in Week 9. At the link? At the link. I do. It's that, it's that screwed-up NFC East game. When's the last time we swept the Cowboys? It's, I, I, I don't know if that's happened recently. God. Jansen, would you know that? No, what? When's the last what? time we won both games against the Cowboys in a season? It's been a very oh. long time. We almost always split with them, or they beat us two games. Jansen's busy focusing on Asian porn right now. Okay. So I, you, had to, you so, have to ask him twice. I'm not I even going to comment on that. Um, I, I can't remember. It's been a while, I think. It's been a long time, and I, I don't – I mean, we all know how much we love the Cowboys. I know your most hated team is the Giants. For me, 100%. For me, it's the, always going to be the Cowboys, and they we always – for as long as I can remember, we can we usually split those games. It's I, I, well, I agree, and but the, regardless this, of how this, good either team is, this is where I'm going and where I get the forklift driver. So oh, all no right, worry. tie it all together. Um, yeah, where's Colin Kaepernick? I thought he was going to be a big star by now. <laughs> it's another yeah, nice loop. Um, so twenty four seventeen loss. Uh, here we are. We have the bye week. Sign up. For the Dominican Republic, Punta Cana trip, it's been light so far. All right, pick it up, you guys. It's a fun trip. We're down there for four nights and five days. We own the place. We have vested 
our interest in that place for a very long time. You will be treated like royalty by everybody that works there. I will take care of a number of things, including all of your cabanas for two days while you're there. Private, excellent, awesome bowling tournament, miniature golf tournament, all of it. Rexy knows the place. All of our boys know the place. It's awesome. We had a great time down there last year, and one of the things that made it even better was watching the Phillies win in the playoffs. Yeah, watching watching the uh, uh, the NL Championship Series. Made some new watching, friends. Watching Bryce Harper, Harper knock that dong uh, to left field, bro. It was so exciting, dude. I I, I, I have video. You, you're all over that video. Um, it's they. Uh, they love us. I found out from them. This is interesting. You want to talk about how good you have it or how much you realize or don't realize how good you have it. Imagine you're a bartender at Barcelo Bavaro Beach Resort. Do you know how much you make per day? A couple bucks, probably. Eight dollars. Eight freaking dollars. Now, bartenders obviously will make money on tips. Well, we found out, or I found out uh, recently, that each one of the bartenders down there for that uh, trip that we were on made almost 1700 bucks each for nice. that five-day period. I, they took really good care of us. As, as the owner and operator of the Green Legion for 21 seasons, 20 full years, I can tell you safely that one of the things I am most proud about when it comes to people from Philadelphia is that anytime given the opportunity to take care of somebody, they do. And thank you. Thank you for that because you get a bartending job at Barcelo at a place that large. You don't lose that job. You will keep that job until you're 80 if you can. Every single bartender that I've had down there for the last five years is the same bartender I had down there for 63 days a couple months ago. It's like the parrot. And it is. That, that, that is the Dominican parrot. That's the de- Thanks. Nice yeah. reference. All right. No problem. And I go down there often because, A, I just love the place, but also because I've been going there the, – this um, most recent visit a couple weeks ago was my 25th stay at Barcelo. And thanks to you guys over the last few years that we've been running this trip, I mean, I take care of people very well. You guys all know that. But thanks to you guys over the last uh, few years that we've been running this trip, uh, man, I, I, I walk into that resort and I am I'm 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 half a Dominican god. It's great. They don't forget people that take care of them because not enough people do. Fact of the matter. Anyway, uh, so get signed up for that trip. So we're coming out of the bye weekend now. Now. Now things are a little crazy. We're 7-2 and two coming at, uh, out of the bye. We have lost to the Rams and the Cowboys. All right. And now everything gets whacked. Monday night, 1120, in our tailgate details will be coming out within the next week or so for Kansas City. We have two options. Uh, 
Uh, I'm good with both. I do have a 51% preference on one. So waiting to see if that comes through before pull the trigger on the other. But I unfortunately, and hate to say this, but I think it's a loss. Arrowhead Stadium is a tough place to go in and win. Now, I get it. And they're Super Bowl rematch. And they're an excellent team. You, you, you can't deny it. All right. Chiefs are a great team. Uh, 34-31, I think it's a loss. I think the team is now 7-3. and three. And that's not where I want to be. Not where I want to be. We're going to get into the dumpster fire when we come back from the top of the hour. All right. But week 12. Did you skip over the forklift? No, I'm getting to the Dallas game. That'll be which, at Dallas. Yeah. That, that that Dallas. Game. That that was where. Uh, what's that? Break soon. Jansen, what'd you say? Break. Take break. Damn it. Premier Window Cleaning is a leading window cleaning company in Philadelphia and the surrounding areas with 30 years of experience. They offer commercial and residential window cleaning, everything from pressure washing to graffiti removal. Every employee is trained, certified, and goes through an extensive background check. At Premier Window Cleaning, your satisfaction level needs to be 100% as no job is complete until you're happy with clients like Children's Hospital of Philadelphia's main campus and all of its satellite campuses, Lincoln Financial Field, Comcast, and University of Pennsylvania. You cannot go wrong. For more information and a full list of services, give them a call at 267 534 Five one nine eight. That's two six seven five three four five one nine eight. Or head to their website, wehatedirtywindows.com. That's wehatedirtywindows.com. Eagles are seven and three, going into Buffalo in week twelve. When we come back on Green Legion Radio, Fox Sports, the Gambler, brought to you by Cheerleaders Gentlemen's Club. Right after this. We hear Motley Crue at least once every show. Are you a Motley Crue fan, Jansen? No, but I figured you would be. Uh, what was uh, the movie on uh, Prime? Dirt. dirt. The Dirt, actually. The Dirt. Dirt is, is a Prime or Netflix? Movie. I think it was Netflix. It's a great opening scene, by the way. It was an awesome movie. But we've heard this song a thousand times at Delilah's. Well, oh yeah, that's the. Uh, that's why we're so familiar. No, with it's this. the um, the showcase show. Showcase show. Yeah, I don't think that's Any, Price is Right. But anyway, I, uh, I'm sorry, we don't talk about that that place anymore. I'm assuming that we're completely uh, muted from everyone else hearing us right now. Correct? No, we're back on. Good job, Rexy. Nice job, everybody. I'm sorry, John, Alicia. Apologize. Don't worry. It's all right. The showcase hasn't been what it is. He just said we were coming back in. Rex, Rex is a little disappointed right now. But what is going to be even more disappointing Oops, here on Green Legion Radio, Fox Sports The Gambler, brought to you by Cheerleaders Gentlemen's Club. <laughs> What's going to be more disappointing is the Bills that actually think they're going to come here and win. All right, week 12. All right, this is Thanksgiving Sunday. All right, you guys, look. 
You saw what happened in that Cincinnati game. There is going to be nothing but regression from this team at this point because Josh Allen, while physically gifted, is a mental... God, I can't say it anymore. Right? I can't say that. Mental mental little person. That's where I thought you were going. Uh, He is. He's mental. All right, let me just say, he's mental. All right? He has regressed every year in the playoffs for the last, what, two or three? I mean, I guess... I, I don't know what would happen to somebody's mental edge after losing that overtime game in Kansas City. You know, and and by the way, you know, we're here heralding or being held or hearing that the most recent Super Bowl was the best of all time. I think one of the best games of all time was that Kansas City-Buffalo game. Jansen, weigh in on that for us, please. On what? There he is. Get off the Asian porn, dude. (laughs) Do we wake you? I think the one of the best games in the history of the NFL was that Buffalo Kansas City playoff game in overtime. Yeah, that's a good one. The only other one I can think of is the the Rams. It was a regular season game, so it didn't mean as much. But the Rams Chiefs won. When like Jared Goff and Sean McVay were just on the scene, uh, yeah, we were still kind of like early in nine Mahomes. to forty-seven. Yeah, it was it was nuts. The back and forth that was in a, that game is nuts. That was a Monday night game after it was. we it was played Monday night. in yep. New Orleans. Uh, and we were at the Penthouse Club watching that game. Was that game the game they got beat bad by Dan New Orleans? Flint. What's that? Was that the game they got beat bad by New Orleans? We lost. I know that. I don't remember. That year would have been. Wow. Hold on. It's a good thing. Uh, Eagles, Saints, history. There's a, a site called uh, Football DB. You know that? Football database. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I didn't s- really <laughs> database. Here's your mind. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not you, going there. You hear both jackasses. Fifty four, uh, fifty one was the final score of that game. Whoa, of that game, right? Yep. Uh, it, that yeah. was. Uh, oh yeah, that was in 2018. Yep, November and of 2018. We got, we got beat. By the Saints, forty-eight to seven. I remember that game. Carson Wentz was terrible, terrible. It's amazing how far he's fallen from grace. Amazing from that MVP almost season to where he is now, and that's only a couple years. Sorry, hang on here. There he is, my man, bringing him in. Yeah, Carson Wentz was nineteen for thirty-three in that game with one hundred fifty-six yards and three interceptions. Uh, did you mute yourself, unhappy? Or are you with us? You muted yourself. You have to unmute yourself. Uh, hold on. We haven't had a lot of luck playing the Saints. In, we haven't. No. I, got you. In I, don't, I don't have you here at all, unhappy. Oh, I don't know if I'm going to get you. Hmm. Well, we're, we did something different so that we could actually have the radio feed through StreamYard. You hear him, Lou? We don't hear him on our uh, on our feet. Uh, to go even further in this, do you want to know the leading rusher and also receivers in that game? The leading Please. rusher was Josh Adams with 53 yards on seven carries. 
And the <laughs> leading receivers were Golden Tate, five receptions, 48 yards, and Jordan Matthews with three receptions, 37 yards. How did they put up that many points? Blockbuster game. <laughs> Blockbuster game. Uh, <laughs> Jansen, yes. uh, unhappy, say something right now. Can you hear him at all? I unhappily don't hear anything. Yeah. All right. There's two teams that were terrible at playing when we go to them. That's Seattle and New Orleans. I don't know what it is. Well, we're going to change that up this year. Unhappy. I don't think it's going to work, bro. I got to figure it out. But are we uh, going to get to that prediction, or did you already get to it? Let me see if I edit Mike's settings. (laughs) He's not going to get to anything, apparently. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, (laughs) I love you, brother. We'll figure that one out later. Appreciate you uh, jumping in. All right. So the Bills suck. All right. This is uh, the first time Sean McVay will have been back to Philadelphia since uh, his head coaching hire. I still think the Bills are going to be good. I don't think they're going to be, be good. They're a great team. I think, but this- at the end of the day, there's nothing about uh, uh, about Josh Allen that gets me excited anymore. And I think you should be more worried about Stefan Diggs. Seems to be getting a little unhappy up there too. Well. I mean, and that's going to show. How many, how many times was Stefan Diggs targeted during that playoff game where they only put up what was seven or ten points? I forget this uh, this last year. Jansen, I don't remember. Thanks. So week thirteen, <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> I'm having Move quite on. the show today. Move along. <laughs> yeah, dude, you're you're you're. You keep you're, asking for him. Uh, you're a social pariah right now, bro. <laughs> I have, never, for... I have never, in, in the time that you've been uh, <laughs> our producer, have had to repeat my questions to you. I know, more it's than not even like once. I have anything to distract me. Twitter's still down. Seriously, like, I know I what you're nothing. doing right now, bro. You are sitting in that stupid freaking chair with your feet up on the desk, looking at three <laughs> screens, not paying attention to a single thing. My feet, my feet are up on the desk. Here I will say that. You were right with that. You're... You're asking him for stats like he's Chris Sack with baseball. Hold on a second. Jansen is good. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, don't mess around. Today is, is not. Today is, is not. Today he's is not a good game show. Today. No. Yeah. Today. This is not. Also, it's. Fa- I'm in vacation mode. I guess this is me in vacation mode. That's right. You're because I'm Carolina. ready to have wait, off. Wait, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be in North Carolina starting tomorrow, and then I'm off for a week. So I'm. I'm in vacation. This is the pre-day before the vacation. This is the pre-vacation, and I got to spend it with Quimby. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> somebody doesn't know. Apparently, <laughs> I, I, I do. I, I do apologize. Um, anyway, Forty Niners uh, still trying to get to the story, and we're going to get to it here in just a second. Going to get to it before we go to break again. Forty Niners. Sorry, guys. All right, I'm sorry. You're a great team, but when Reed Blankenship. Can knock Debo Samuel five yards back in an NFC championship game at Debo, great player. You're running out of gas, bro. And I'm sorry, oh, Trey you Lance. Think so? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Trey Lance is nothing. Trey Lance is Go ahead, nothing. Jansen. But Debo, Wait, do you think Debo you. Samuel's running out of gas? He did in that fourth quarter. Oh, I think man. Reed Blankenship is one of the most underrated safeties. In well, the game. Well, he no, he's not underrated. He only had a year under his belt, and by a year, I mean since the Packers game when uh, uh, CJGJ went down. All right? He hasn't had a lot 
of opportunities to show himself, and he will because he is going to be your starting strong safety this year. All right. I think he earned it last based on last year's play. And no, he keeps nah, doesn't even not even close to. Uh, I think he earned it. He definitely earned yeah. it. Yeah. And one of the only reasons why I was okay with the departure of CJGJ was because I knew we only had to fill one hole there. One hole, giggity. We only had to. So, um, sorry, Trey Lance. Right, but Jansen, you. Still like Debo Samuel. I do. I think Debo Samuel, especially paired with Christian McCaffrey, that is a very versatile duo. Because yeah, Debo God. Samuel can take carries in the backfield. What, what, Christian what McCaffrey you? can split out wide. Brandon Ayuk's still a really talented Giggity. player. Jeez. I, I, I agree. This is why I, I, I don't talk. This is why I don't pay attention say, to you. Geez. No, hold on. Let's, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll keep Quagmire out of this for a second. All right, Jansen, what element, what X factor, what variable – in this entire equation, with Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey, are you leaving out of the conversation? They don't have I a guess quarterback. Not you. Your name is not I guess, I guess injuries. <laughs> they were healthy last year. Keep going. You're close. You're warmer. Warmer. Uh, warmer. Uh, warmer. I have no idea. They don't have a quarterback. No. Okay. Stick to the players. Stick to the players. I have Isn't no idea. Are player? they old? I don't know. I don't even think they're that old. I, I, I have no Christian idea. Christian McCaffrey, how many years in the league? He probably eight, seven, eight. But he did complete a whole a do a whole. Rexy, he did. thank he was you. Great. Hold on a second, real quick. Rexy's he was great. Muted. Kyle Shanahan did. A, Kyle Shanahan Rexy knew exactly is what to do with Christian McCaffrey. Debo Samuel so. and Christian McCaffrey are one year further into getting banged around a ton of times. No giggity. <laughs> no, no black sheep. No giggity. Got to bag it, bag it up. You know. Oh, song. look at you. Um, yeah. Look at you digging into your bag of tricks. Hold on. Uh, listen to me diggity in my bag of trips. Huh? All right, now you're going too far. All right, a little too far. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't see it. I think the window. All right, look. Javon Hargrave, great addition. It will help that line. All right, no doubt. But remember this, okay? Both of you. Oh. Did you hear Rexy just burp Gosh. there? I thought I was that muted. That was spectacular, <laughs> I wasn't it? I thought I was it? muted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rexy screwed up twice now on the mute. It's okay. Um, <clears throat> so imagine this. Imagine you look at Javon Hargrave, who got a very nice contract with us for three years and had two above-average years and a great year. What was his great year? His contract year. All right. Bosa, Hargrave, potent. Got to be careful. Bosa, not in the contract year. Hargrave, not in a contract year. Trey Lance, sorry. You do nothing for me. Division two, I don't care. I don't care if your offense was an NFL offense. I don't care. Has Trey Lance, in the time he has spent on the field for the San Francisco 49ers, proved to either one of you, Jansen or Rexy, that he is capable of leading that team to the promised land. Jansen first. It's hard to say. I mean, I feel like Sam Darnold could. 
that weird? That... Well, it's weird that you think he's going to start over Trey Lance. Yes, he will. He will. He will. He will. You think? Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. I think it's either going to be Purdy or Sam Dahl. I think they're they're kind of done with Trey Lance. What you mean? I think Brock they, I think Purdy, they... the six million dollar man. Brock Purdy stinks. So they they've ch- so so hold on a second. Hold on a second. Ready? Hold on a second. You're talking. Wait. Both of you are nuts. Nuts. No way. Nuts. Sam Donald the is one of the... Okay. It's no, 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 no. It's a no, great no. roster, Sam though. Donald Sam Donald is Darnold. one of the least... Go ahead. One of the least mobile quarterbacks there are. No, he's not. What? Sam Darnold? Uh, so, I just wanted to throw that out and just see what he did. You're, what? You're Sam Darnold was decision great on... as a runner in Carolina. You're basing your opinion on Sam Darnold based on Sam Darnold's play. You have to realize Sam Darnold's going to start based on the other two guys on the team. They try to get rid of Trey Lance. There's no market for him. They have a choice. Keep him or release him. That's the only thing you can do with Trey Lance at this time. All right. So let me actually talk about the serious element of that. Sam Darnold has two good receivers. Can we agree on that? Correct. Yes. He has a good running game and a good offensive system that makes things easier for quarterbacks. And with his, I mean, he's he's talented. He's got a really good arm. He's mobile. You know, maybe this is the offense and the team finally and I, and that the, and I that get the tools can flourish in a little bit. And not to say he's going to be, and I, and, I, and I get it. I not get to say it he's going to be spectacular. Well, well, by the no, way. he's going to be it, it, average, it, maybe it, below average, but that's good enough in San Francisco. It, it actually reinforces what I've said about well, Sam Darnold. He grew up in 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 the Woody Johnson era, right? It. He was not able to showcase his talents because ownership is terrible. San Francisco, much better ownership. All right? But, but, do you really think after the scar tissue that has formed in New York and Carolina that Sam Darnold is good enough to take the Niners to the promised land. I think at now, the end of the day, it's different. Wait, I mean, the on, team is going to. No, I get it. I get it. No, 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 no. All right, because, think, because we're talking about we're talking about a game in week thirteen now. Okay, we're not talking about week six. We're not talking about week four. All right, we're talking about pressure. We're talking about an LA Rams team that I think all three of us can agree is not going to be suffering from a Super Bowl slump. All right. Seattle, we have no idea what's going on up there. That's All right? true. We know what's going to happen in Arizona. Gannon, <laughs> you're a freaking <laughs> jackass. All right? Hold on. Thank you. Thank you to Arizona for being part of the charity win column that is the NFC this year. All right? But Seattle, all right, Geno Smith, ridiculous season last year. Who who were the only two quarterbacks that had better stats than Geno Smith this year, last year? Jalen. And? Mm, good question. In the Mahomes. NFC? Mahomes, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, no, in the NFC, only Jalen had uh, certain better stats than him overall, but Geno Smith had to think more touchdown passes than Jalen Hurts. I, 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 I did a show on this before, and... I drink a lot, so I can't remember everything. But Gino Smith was great. So he had forty two hundred yards. He had thirty touchdowns and eleven interceptions, which is really good. And Jalen had less touchdown passes and 
Less interceptions. More interceptions. Can we get back Don't to the no. 49ers game? We're getting there. All right. Are you looking this up, Jansen? I am for Geno Smith. I have Geno Smith's stats from last year in front of me. Geno Smith was second team. Uh, he had a career year last year. Yes, he did. Wow. Yep. So, you know what? I can't accept Seattle as a win. And we have to go there right after we visit Dallas. But what I'm what I'm what I'm saying is, is actually uh, is Seattle up? could Seattle be a top three team in the NFC? After I think they San Francisco's roster's great, quarterback not for sure. But Seattle has a good roster. Uh, go ahead, Rexy. Are we going to go back to San Francisco? or Are we going to talk about Seattle? <laughs> it doesn't matter. I <laughs> run the show, and I, that's why I asked you <laughs> I where got, you want to go with this. I got side. Well, no, where I'm where I'm where I'm going with this is that uh, if Sam Darnold is what you think he could be for this San Francisco 49ers team, it is, I question whether or not in the latter part of the season, if he can handle the pressure, because I think there's going to be a log jam in the NFC West as far as the top spots, which means that two of them are uh, abiding for a wild card spot or the division win. All right. I don't think Darnold can handle that over two quarterbacks. A, Geno Smith, who just came off a career year, and the guy who doesn't age in L.A. All right. You're, you're, you're talking about a quarterback class right now? So I think you're focusing far too much on the quarterback. I think the San Francisco defense will Who keep, touches the ball more than anybody else on the field? I think the San Francisco defense will keep points off the board of the opponent and always put them in good yeah, field position I, to I, score. We, San Francisco were we worried always, about that? San Francisco has never... I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo wasn't good. I don't want anyone to tell me Garoppolo was good. J- San Francisco has always been about defense and scheme offensively. All That's right, hold on a second, Jansen. Let me ask you this. Yes. Yeah? Given a choice, Garoppolo or Darnold? Uh, Garoppolo, uh-huh. I guess. That is exactly I mean, we're talking about what I wanted you to hit. Okay, so what I'm saying is... You're asking him between me and saying, No, no, no. We're talking about a five compared a to a five and a half. And remember, everybody in your lifetime, if you ever have an opportunity for two fives, that equals a ten. But in football, five to a five and a half, I mean... It's not a lot of difference. Look, here's the deal. Until San Francisco has that quarterback, they are just going to be a team that barely gets there. That's what I think. They've been to two NFC Championship games in a row. And they lost in the snow in Green Bay, right? Hold on. And they Listen. lost to us because we knocked their quarterback And out of the there game. goes Rexy. <laughs> two... Two... NFC Championship games in a row, all right? There's only a couple teams in history that have been to more than two championship uh, uh, conference championship games in a row. Buffalo and Philadelphia, all right? Now, am I saying they don't have the talent to get there? No. Right now, they are a well-managed team, but they don't have a quarterback. And I don't think Sam Darnold is going to be that guy. But you know what? We're going to find out more about that when we get back because Quimby with the Green Legion is here to tell you 
It's time to make your reservations for another amazing Eagles season. Head to GreenLegion.com to get signed up for Tampa, L.A., Kansas City, Dallas, and Seattle. And get signed up for day trips to the Jets, the Vagiants, and the Commodes. Make sure you check out the Cheerleaders Gentlemen's Club bus for all of those day trips as well. By the way, only four spots remaining on the Jets Cheerleaders bus. Very nice. To the swamp. GreenLegion.com or call 215-666-5940. That's 215-666-5940. Stephanie will answer the phone. She is amazing. 21 years and counting for the best Eagles road trips around. You guys, Green Legion Radio, Fox Sports, glad to see Jansen has finally woken up. We're probably going to take a little bit longer of a break because we went well through. And I still haven't gotten to Jimmy Kemsky's article. Which means we're not going to get to it today. We'll get to it next Saturday. Uh, brought to you, once again, by Cheerleaders Gentlemen's Club. We'll be back right after this. The Gambler. Philly's home for all things sports gambling. Is this Hall of Notes? Yes, it is. A man-eater. This is, this is the song you chose by Hall and Oates. Uh, because it's actually it, in... It could be making my dreams come true or rich girl. You know the movie that's out in theaters now, the Jennifer Lawrence one, No Hard Feelings? It is featured in that movie. So, Oh, is this the new one where uh, she finally realizes that everybody in the world saw her naked and now she doesn't care anymore? Um, I guess. This is also, these are also Philly guys. Hall and Oates are Philly guys. Uh, uh, ready? They went to Owen J. Roberts High School, which is next to Potsdam. Okay. I know they uh, met at Temple. <laughs> Lou, I am not a man-eater. I have... Uh, uh, actually, though, I, I'm thankful to say that uh, we had more than one uh, uh, individual say that Rexy and I were the best non-gay couple in South Florida <laughs> this week. So, that What was her name? Danny that was sitting in between us on the Danny, plane? Danny, yeah, she was she great. Was, she was a combination was good, of humored and horrified. Yeah. <laughs> Enamored and horrified at the same time. Uh, everybody, Green Legion Radio, Fox Sports, The Gambler, 102.5 FM, Philadelphia, brought to you by our friends at Cheerleaders Gentlemen's Club. Uh, Rexy and I are half in the bag. Jansen is... I don't know uh, where I'm Finally, at. hold on. Jansen, Jansen is woke. Oh. No, he's oh. awake. Awake. There we go. Better word. Good, good. Also better. woke. Uh, real quick. Oh, I hate that word. Well, hold on. Can we, say, can we can shut imagine. off the feed now? Uh, E&J Mobile Cigar Lounge can be found on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at EJ Mobile Cigar Lounge website, EJMobileCigarLounge.com. That is Echo Juliet. Hopefully, you know the military alphabet. And it doesn't really matter because if you're a merchant marine and have the ID, TSA does not know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> Uh, they'll come to you for any occasion and event. They're the premier luxury mobile cigar and hookah lounge in the Philadelphia area. Call or text EJ 215-806-3999-215-806-3999. Guys, I thought we were going to get to Kemsky's article, and thankfully we have content for next week because we're not getting to it. We have... What, 18, 20 minutes left, Jansen? 
Yep. We're going straight through. And look, I, right now, all right, I, 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 I guess maybe I'm in a homer stage. I'm in a complete homer stage where I think that this team is that good. I know we lost starters. All right. Jalen Carter stepping up for Javon Hargrave in that, uh, in that, uh, uh, circle of, uh, defensive tackles, which this team has always, as or under Howie Roseman, focused heavily on the defensive and offensive line. They are a trench team. And you know what? It makes sense. We sit back sometimes and try to evaluate everything that's right and everything that's wrong. Remember this. Remember this, everybody. Man, just to get to a championship game, it's not just about having the best roster. You got to be a little bit lucky. You have to have a few planets aligned. Stay healthy. It, 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 you have to stay healthy. Thanks, Rexy. You have to have leadership. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> uh, it, 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 it's not easy. And I, I yesterday I actually had a small epiphany. Uh, I was watching the Phillies, and I was pissed off that Trey Turner stole third base all right with uh what no outs in the 6th or was it the 7th and Bryce Harper and Real Muto both popped up in the infield and you know get this guy home and it's a tie ball game and you're at least going to extra innings this is when Rob B would say bunt. Bunt. And I would say it too. You know what? The, 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 the formidable and foundational aspects of baseball have gone by the wayside. How, and by the way, Bryce Harper is a great bunter. Great bunter. But you have no outs. And you have two guys that can knock the crap out of the ball. And neither one of them can get it out of the infield. And... It, it it was frustrating as hell. But after that, I went back and thought for a second, my God, you know what? Last year was so awesome. And I went on YouTube and I watched Harper's home run while we were in the Dominican. I, that's not my favorite Harper home run, however. It's the one against the Cubs where they're down five to three in the bottom of the ninth with bases loaded, and he uh, Jansen. Do you remember how many feet that ball was? Uh, that uh, the launch velocity was ridiculous. It was so deep in the upper level where that ball landed, and when Bryce hit it, he uh, he just stopped. And Bryce doesn't do that. Bryce is pretty professional. Uh, he's already been hit in the face once. That's, yeah. Doesn't doesn't need it again. And in the back by Cole Hamels. Right. Uh, Jansen, do you remember how many feet that home run was? I do not. I don't have an exact distance for that one. Mm. 
you understand that at times I'm giving you an opportunity with pauses for you to, to research. That's really hard to just look to, up so quick. To, to get your feet off the freaking it's desk the, no, and no, look it's it up. The desk. It's to make the desk. you look I'm sorry, good. No, 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 no. There was, there's just been, there was Sixers news that came down and I was, I was looking at that. I'm oh. sorry. I apologize. What is it? Uh, the Sixers signed Patrick Beverly. I mean, like that, that was big I news. Guess. Hold on, that hold was on. big I mean, news. Hold on. Beverly's a hold on, hold on, hold on. Ready? I know. I mean, it's it's. I don't like the move. I don't like the move. Thanks for like stopping the, the show. Anyway, I, mean, I was setting you up for. News? I was setting you up for greatness. And uh, thanks. So, anyway, uh, 49ers. It's a win. Twenty-seven, thirteen. The team is now, God, I should remember this, uh, one, two, and oh, three, four, and oh, four, and one, five, and one, six, and one, seven, and one. I said that seven and two going into the bye week, losing against Kansas City. Kansas City. Uh, seven and three. I don't like the game in Kansas City. Uh, eight and three, nine and three. And now we are at the Cowboys. And I have to tell you about the forklift driver. All right. Listen. I will be forever reprimanded for what I'm about to say. And I don't care. That's a long list. <laughs> so, uh, don't worry, Jansen. You don't have to. Jansen, Sorry, right I'm now, not paying attention to you anyway. I'm looking yeah. at Patrick Beverly oh. stats. All right. That's been happening for an hour and 45 <laughs> yeah, minutes. Good morning. <laughs> so, uh, uh, look, uh, I understand that everybody should be treated equal. All right. But when it comes to making certain business intellectual decisions, all right, those who have had more experience with it, should be the ones making decisions. And those who have no clue what they're talking about should just, you don't have to accept it, but you have to understand it. I went through a process with this guy who was a forklift operator. That's what he does. All right. And guess what? Thank you. I don't want to operate a forklift. And I'm sure you are really good at it. All right. But I'm not going to listen to or accept any intelligent business decisions that this guy wants to make on my behalf. And this is why I'm bringing this up right now, because week 14 at the Cowboys, Sunday night game, 820, uh, 720 here on the East Coast or sorry, 720 uh, uh, Central Time. All right. I have been extremely lucky since the first trip we ran to Dallas in 2004, 20 seasons ago, to meet Eddie Dean. Once again, we're going to talk about Cowboys fans that are from Dallas or that surrounding area. Hey, they're allowed. They should be. Do you know who ruins it for everybody? 
the complete jackass Cowboys fans that live in this area. Correct. All right. People in Dallas. I, yeah. Right? Can I say nice things about the people in Dallas? Because I like them. They are absolutely. Uh, no, hold on. Absolutely. Please. I had please, such a great Jansen, time. <laughs> because you were there. You were there with us when we did the show. All I right? was. They are, they are absolute sweethearts. Can we agree? <laughs> and it they was give us the business when we hold come on. down to their, no, their stadium to go Rexy. to the game. Yeah. I'm going to mute you again. Jansen. <laughs> Aren't, having aren't, a great they, show. aren't they some of the nicest people you've ever met? <laughs> they are. Even the uh, the the waitresses are great at the the bar we were at. Oh my god, it was so much fun, and the people were. There. It was amazing. I had such a great time. It 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 literally. Look, it's Texas, right? And you want you, you want to give uh, uh, a red state some grief for being what it is. Very God fearing. It's the Bible Belt, whatever it is. But you know what? The Bible Belt. <laughs> Texas is way in the middle of the Bible Belt. Rexy, am I, I agree? No, I know, but just absolutely. <laughs> it's All right, funny. but but well, no, because that's fundamental difference. You know, in 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 politics these days. You know what? If uh, I don't believe in any religion whatsoever, guess what? You're not supposed to talk about your beliefs in politics and religion. I would consider myself a, an independent that leans to the right from a fiscal standpoint. Don't care what you think. Socially liberal, I don't care what you do. I don't care what you believe in. I don't care what you want to be. Just don't throw it in my face. From well, I want to throw a lot of things side. in your face, but for different reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Giggity. Stop. Oh, so, come on, man. From the other side, all right, from the other side, I do not believe in any religion. I think it's a joke. I think it was designed to keep people in line. However, however, if it is the fundamental approach to your life and how you treat yourself and other people, excellent. That's what religion should be. It should be your fundamental approach to how you live and treat others. Rexy? I couldn't agree more. All right. So, that being said, all right, people in Dallas are absolutely endearing. They are sweethearts, with the exception of the 40,000 people who have upper-level tickets seasons for the Dallas Cowboys. Because if Jerry Jones did a background check on every one of them, <laughs> he would lose half of them. He, they, he would. But in Dallas... Absolute sweethearts. And I have been lucky enough over the course of my years to meet Eddie Dean, who owns Eddie Dean's Barbecue. It has been a staple figure in Dallas for 30 years, 35, actually. All right. And we have spent the last 20 seasons following him. Wherever Eddie is hosting his tailgates for games, we are there. Because it is the most fantastic barbecue menu and drink menu you can have anywhere. He has been hired for the last five years by a gentleman named Chris Randolph, who owns Boiling Tails. Boiling Tails is a... <laughs> Jansen. Sounds ex- interesting. No, no, no. 
Jansen, explain Boiling Tales because that's the patio by which we. Uh, uh, oh, is that the place that we went show. to? Yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they had. Um, oh my gosh! What no, but call- it's a it's a tiny it's a tiny little dump. It is, it is, and it's but it's, it's amazing. A tiny little dump. They have these oysters. I forget what they're called and how they they made them, but they were amazing. And my dad and I literally ordered about three or four of them. They weren't Rocky Mountain oysters, were they? No, 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 no. no. They were t- it was like a Parmesan crusted, something crusted oyster, and it was Funny amazing. Farm. Funny Farm? Funny Farm? That- I'm not sure. Could have been. No, wait. Is no, that Chevy Chase. Okay. Funny Farm. Uh, I don't, I don't see. Now, no, 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 now I don't want to I'm sorry. We Rocky Mountain the, oysters. Yeah, yeah, yeah people, people just don't have a taste for sheep balls anymore. Okay, well, now now I'm done talking. No, no, this no, is why I don't talk on your show. This is why I don't do anything. I don't pay attention. But here I was we trying go. to say a nice thing that I was I had at you, that restaurant. You, well, I was hold trying on, to bring it up. Jansen, I need you to reinforce something right now because yeah. this is the forklift driver. Also, you had barbecue there up. at that tailgate, and that was amazing. Whoever was had... it not awesome? Yeah, it was really good. All Texas right. barbecue. It is. It is. It is, yeah, it is. I. That was my first now, introduction to it. So good. You guys, let me tell you this because the forklift driver was <laughs> pissed at me. <laughs> He was pissed at me for one reason. Quimby, why are you bringing all your clients to an existing Cowboys tailgate? Okay, let me answer that question. A, because the 40,000 upper-level season ticket holders at AT AT&T Stadium are dangerous. I will not host a tailgate in a parking lot while having to deal with all of them. And there are 14 or 15 Texas State Troopers at that tailgate. There's 2,000-plus people at that tailgate every week or every home gate. All right? And I feel comfortable bringing my friends and clients, which is synonymous on every Dallas trip, to that tailgate for the reason that we don't have to worry about a situation. We don't have to worry about anything getting out of hand. They are extremely welcoming, which, by the way, you found out with people like Iraq, who have some massive problem with Giants fans coming to Xfinity Live last year, when in fact E-Rock is a representative of another one of our competition. Sorry, maybe I shouldn't have brought that up because E-Rock owns Twitter, and I'll, I'm sure I'll hear about this later. If Twitter but, ever comes back up, by the way. It's still there. Uh, yeah, but you know what? Uh, it, you know, uh, don't, don't be a hypocrite. All right. Don't represent a travel company and say that another company uh, or another group of fans can't come to your city and 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 enjoy themselves. Guess what? If we were all fans of the same team, how much fun would this be? But not not the motif here. What I'm saying is, this guy said, "I can't believe you're doing this. You're a complete and, and total ass bleep." I'm like, "Guess what, dude? My responsibility is to get everybody to an event and back safe. Yep, home safely. And if you don't think I have to concern myself with the 40,000 upper-level asshat 
season ticket holders at AT AT&T Stadium, you're out of your mind. Couldn't accept it. Couldn't accept it. They probably couldn't accept it because the the ability to think out of his particular box was not possible. All that being said, the reason why I was bringing that up was because week 14 at Dallas, everybody, Sunday night, big, uh, big W because we lost, in my opinion, at home against the Cowboys. It's a split. Not every time. I, again, uh, you guys talked about this earlier. It, it's it been a split with the Cowboys for how many years? Long time. As a matter of fact, let's look at that. While you two discuss I, how many times it's been not. The only, it's, 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 it's always a split. The only coach but you we, never know whether or not it's going to be a home win. The only coach we had that owned the Cowboys was Buddy Ryan. He absolutely he could win two games a year. They would be against the Cowboys, regardless of how good the Cowboys were. He owned them. I I think it's a split. The last time I saw, I went down with the Green Legion in the, the for the Dallas game. We lost. Uh, it was I think it was an overtime game, and I think that was also a Sunday night game a couple years ago. I want to say that was five six years ago. Anyway, I'm looking. I'm looking at this right now. This is. Uh, this is. I do not like that stadium. I think it's a little too much glitz and glamour. But uh, here we go. Ready? Uh, this is weird. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, so uh, last year, split. Uh, Eagles won at home. There we go. Did we? No, that was uh, 2022. Why do I have three games in 2022? Did we play them in the playoffs? No. No. Yeah, I don't remember. That was the Tampa Bay. Wait, yeah. Tampa Bay. I'm looking at. 12 24 2022. Eagles lost to the Cowboys in Dallas 40 to 34. We remember that game. Uh, same year, last season, 10 16. Cowboys lose to the Eagles 26 to 17. This might be a typo. It's a typo. Sons of bitches. <laughs> uh, there we go. Oh, wait a second. We lost twice to the Cowboys in 21. I, like I said, the last time we swept them has to have been years ago. No, 21. We swept them in 21? No, we, we, lo- we, we got swept. lost both. I know that's been... All ha- right, uh, we lost uh, 51 to 26 at home and lost 41 to 21 in Dallas. Now, going to 2020, uh, lost in Dallas 37 to 17. We lost three games in a row. To Dallas, which pissed no four games in a row, we lost four games in a row to Dallas over a three season period, which pissed everybody off. Uh, but we split in twenty uh, twenty three to nine at home. Uh, Two thousand nineteen, Eagles win at home seventeen to nine. Dallas wins at home thirty seven to ten. Two thousand eighteen. Lose in overtime to Dallas, twenty nine to twenty three. Uh, 
Oh my God, the Cowboys swept us twice in the last three years. We lost twice to Dallas in 2018. I'm not liking this at all. I want to put this away. Anyway, we're <laughs> running out of time as it is. <laughs> anyway, uh, we split with Dallas as we beat them handily. Because Dak Prescott is no longer in the lineup in week 14. He's out. Not much of a runner anymore. Not very durable. 30 years old. Out. Uh, oh, God. We're over our time. Jansen, how much time do we have? Um, I Whenever you want. I don't know about that. Well, you know what? Let's get through this prediction. Uh, <sighs> Cowboys manhandled 37 to 13. Anybody, anybody want to uh, give the adverse reaction? That's a bold prediction for a divisional rival. Again, I don't think Prescott's going to be in the lineup. Well, I think he'll be in the lineup, but I think the Dallas' offense is going to take a huge step back because McCarthy's calling the plays again. It's going to take a well, huge step back. <laughs> Hold on. The, the Cowboys, you know what the best part about this, and we'll get to Jimmy Kemsky's article next week, next Saturday. Uh, one of the things he talked about was the uh, was the hiring uh, of offensive coordinator Brian Schottenheimer. Brian Schottenheimer, terrible right. offensive coordinator. Oh my God, dude, he's so like, bad. Could you be? Could you be any more of a figurehead? All right. right. That was that was like oh God, my Marty Morningway. All right for Andy Reid. All right. Hi, Marty. Do me a favor. Stand there with the clipboard and the Bose headset. Don't chew too much gum because people will not know whether or not you're speaking or chewing. And, you know, <laughs> make sure make sure you don't eat or drink a lot the night before because we don't want people to think you had to go for a bathroom break because we knew you were going to be useless on the field to begin with. All right. Brian Schottenheimer could be part of the most vanilla offenses in the NFL and college football. I mean, what, Georgia, right? Wasn't he? Uh, How does he get this far? He's that bad. Schottenheimer. Because the NFL coaching network is still the good old boy network. Yep. All right. Uh, agreed? 100, 100%. It's it's, it's a cycle of it's a cycle of different coaches, the same or it's a cycle of the same coaches over and over again. And the cycle of the same last names. Yeah, right? that too, yeah. Honest, honest, honestly, you no, know, hold on a second. Ready? I, I, you know, we talk about uh, the Rooney Rule and, you know, hiring more ethnic coaches. Uh, honestly, the entire NFL coaching network, other than five or six of these coaches, and unfortunately, Andy Reid's one of them, uh, uh, I, I it, name some uh, Pittsburgh uh, Shanahan uh, Shanahan even Shanahan is is a prodigy all right the whole thing should be blown up blown up but regardless uh, how how does how does Eric Bieniemy not take the position at Washington. 
I don't even get that. Yeah. How I, is Eric Bieniemy not a head coach right now? How Jansen, is he not a head coach? Jansen. Jansen. Well, he's a better coach than Ron Rivera. I would I would rather ride with Eric Bieniemy as a head coach than Rivera. I would rather ride with Eric Bieniemy to Seven <laughs> Eleven as well as the Super Bowl. Eric Bieniemy is a stud. Since I stepped into Seven Eleven, yeah. Uh, I don't know how he has not. No, gotten hold on a second. We all go to Seven Eleven. I don't know how he hasn't gotten the green light. I uh, well, I mean, is, is it? It's by so choice? weird in a in, in a league. Is, that, is, that... is Eric B? Hold on a second. Yep. Ready, real quick. All right. Is Eric B. Enemy not only the most attractive ethnic coach or ethnic prospect for a head coach? But let's remove that and use simple freaking common sense is he not the most attractive individual period for a head coaching job jansen yes he has been the offensive coordinator for patrick mahomes in the high-powered offense and he is an offensive coach like that is the league is entirely offensive based and this guy's an offensive coach and teams have been flurrying to that and now this not only that he's, coach doesn't get it it's it's he's puzzling he's brilliant yeah he's i mean it seems like freaking it, sure. brilliant and the players respect him I, I i i don't i don't i don't get it i mean have has there been any interviews I, I, eric what are you waiting for because I, he's not getting a great payday at kc I mean, Doug not, Peterson wasn't Doug Peterson was the offensive coordinator for long at Kansas City before he got the job, and he's been highly successful. You know, Eric Bieniemy has been, there, has for a been long the OC time. there for what seven years now? Yeah, I think seven, like five, six? five year, five six years. Yeah, yeah. He he was there for a long time. It's it's shocking. Isn't the it's really purpose... shocking. Uh, wait, hold on a second. Ready? Let me let me give you the complete and total comparison, and then we're going to race through can I, the last four games. Can I mention something real quick? Uh, maybe I'm a little naive to think, uh, does the average fan base really care that much anymore if he's whatever race he is? I don't give I a, don't think so. I don't care. I just want to win. Well, you, you, you know what? I, I guess it's just, is that, is you know what? Mean? ESPN continues to personify the fact that we have to bring race into everything. And... Uh, I, I, I shouldn't you know what you're right. I should not even have brought that up. I should have just said Eric Bienemy is by far and away the most qualified individual to be a head coach. And let me tell you Arguably yes. And let me let, me, let yeah, well let let let's let's base an argument off of one comparison. How how does Jonathan Effing Gannon Get a head coaching position over Eric Bieniemy. That I don't know. Somebody explain that. To Can me. I bring up one closer to home? I don't think he was. I don't know if he was uh, head coach material, but how about Deuce Daly? How does Deuce? How did we how let? Does, well, no. How did we let Deuce, him go? Deuce need Deuce needs to step. Well, is uh, is he OC in Indy now? What is he? No, he he was uh, he went to Detroit. He went to Detroit. He's uh, an assistant coach where there. And everything he's not the OC goes though. to die. And I yeah. I really thought he was ready to step up into that role. And I thought he should. There was there was something about that that didn't work. And I'm wondering if they're in the same boat where they don't want to be in the spotlight. They don't want that. That Deuce should be an OC. Or is he OC in, D in Detroit? I don't he is know, not OC I, in Detroit. He is the assistant coach. I think he is still there as the assistant coach. 
Hold on. We're going to look right now. But he is, he is not the OC. The OC is uh, Ben Johnson, I think his name is. Okay. Assistant I, head coach and running back coach. Yes. Running back. Let me, you know what? Maybe. Hold on a second. There are times where we can sit here and claim that we know what we're talking about. Maybe. Maybe the reason that Deuce still isn't in that position is because he no one no one thinks he's qualified. But but getting back to it because we do have to go and we got four games left to talk about. Uh, Eric Bieniemy, without question, is more qualified than any of these knuckleheads that have received head coaching positions this year. OCDC for the Eagles. Really? Your Kansas City Chiefs scored three unanswered touchdowns in the second half. Your offensive coordinator didn't get a head coaching position over the two guys that lost? We had no answer. That lost? Doesn't make any sense. Maybe he's comfortable in that spot, but... Isn't the whole goal to get there? Seahawks. <sighs> They're our second worst enemy when we play. We have them. won one game there in five appearances for the Green Legion. Four appearances for the Green Legion. Sorry. We're winning that one. I would love to see that. That's the one trip I want to make this year. I'm going to be able really? to see for most Seattle. of it. But yeah, Seattle. You're weird. I'm going to be out to see for most of the season. Uh, 21-20, Eagles. Giants, Christmas, 4.30, loss. Really? Because I have to take people up there for that game. See, oh, think, no. Hold on. That's at home. I think they're going to be last place in NFC East this year. I don't know about that. Uh, I, I don't want to change that. I think it's a loss. All right. No. Yeah, I do. You have to have two <laughs> losses. I don't know. This one's a, this one's a coin flip for me. It is uh, a a strange bounce within the last five minutes of the game. Is that I, pathetic that I'm not taking a stance? No, I, I, I honestly think regardless of how good or bad any team is in the NFC East, I would almost always predict we're going to split with all three of those teams. We're going to beat the piss out of them the last game of the season in the Meadowlands, in the Swamp. But, again, I keep I have predicted 5-1 and one in the NFC East for years, and it's always 4-2. and two. I don't like Christmas, even at home. I think maybe maybe this is maybe this is the thought process. Eagles are complacent because they don't have to go anywhere for Christmas. The Giants are pissed that they have to play on Christmas. 21-20 Giants. Even I just went 21-20 Seattle. <laughs> Hold on. And now I cannot wait to hear I hope to God the announcer at uh, at the link says, and your head coach of the Arizona Cardinals, Jonathan Gannon, <laughs> could be the loudest boo of all time. 
Uh, I think the Cardinals will have the number one draft pick in 2024. And tank the season. Not tank. They don't have a choice. They suck. They are going to be bad. All right. Murray has nobody to throw to. I think he's so overrated. I mean... I think he's so overrated. We represent the Lollipop Guild. Is that a better way of saying it? <laughs> I don't know what that's from. <laughs> I can't, you know. Can you reach the Crispix? Yes, I can. <laughs> if you're a Family Guy fan, you know that. Uh, Cardinals is a complete and utter, first of all, awful. Why are you scheduling a game on New Year's Eve? Probably because it's Sunday, but I don't like it anyway. What time is it? A one o'clock game? It's uh, a one o'clock game. Thank a- God, one of our only one o'clock games. And then Giants, uh, a score for the Cardinals game: thirty-seven ten. Uh, Giants in the Meadowlands. It's uh, a beatdown. I think our seed will be decided by the Arizona Cardinals game: fifty-two to seven, and our scrubs are playing by the second half. So here we go. W, W, Jansen, you got to be pissed off that I've kept you here this long. W, nope. oh, loss, he's still here. loss, <laughs> uh, 13 and 4. Yeah, what if I just said you guys have been off for 15 minutes now? You know, I'm just entertaining you. 13 oh. and 4. Oh, we could hear him <laughs> snoring. <laughs> Hold on. I would love that. I would love for you to, I would love for you to be that yeah, maniacal. You guys, you guys have been Seriously. off air for like 16 minutes. Uh <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, Eagles are 13-4. and four. They win the division. Uh, I don't know. I, I, still th- I still think they're the best team in the NFC. Does anybody, uh, does anybody disagree with me? I do not disagree with that at all. And if they stay healthy, they should uh, have home field. They should be the number one seed. I agree. The only team that scares me and they, is the 49ers. But they have troubles. I don't. I, I don't. They, they have questionable. They have mediocre. They have questions at certain positions. Right now, the only questionable position that I would say we have is free safety. Uh, somebody tell me something else. Does any? Uh, well, uh, maybe, maybe strong side linebacker. But this 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 scheme, if they continue. With what they had, I mean, they're only playing two, two linebackers for the most part. Uh, you know, they're playing a nickel, nickel uh, defense for the most part, right? Can we agree on that? I once again, for me, I they have the best offensive line in the NFL, and that's going to decide how many points we put on the board. They also have addressed the defensive line and the holes that came up there with. Hargrave's departure. I think that the Eagles are going to be a very formidable opponent wherever they go, as long as we can stay healthy. Well, uh, here, <laughs> Davion Taylor, by the way, still on the roster. Don't know why. Um, this is interesting. Uh, now uh, and we'll talk about this, and Jansen, we'll get we'll get the hell out of here for you. Um, Nicholas Morrow is now your weak side linebacker, starting. All right, not bad, but uh, the Kobe Dean, your your linebacker positions. All right, you have a Son Reddick 
uh, slotted as your strong side linebacker, but we know, you know he's he's rushing the quarterback. Nolan Smith, <laughs> I mean, you know, this is another guy who is supposed to be slotted as your edge rusher. I, what do you, Jansen? Your your position on the linebackers right now, as it stands, with weak side linebacker Nick Morrow, Christian uh, Ellis, Davion Taylor, third. Thanks for that second round pick. Uh, Nicobe Dean and Sean Bradley in, in the middle, and then you know, uh, complete and total smoking in mirrors with your strong side linebackers Hassan Reddick, Nolan Smith, and then Patrick Johnson, who is truly your only real linebacker in this equation. I mean, it's awful, but seeing Nigel Bradham be the the best linebacker on a Super Bowl team makes me think that it doesn't really matter. They never they never have thought that way. When oh, I hate you. Defensive backs are great. Defensive line is great, and I think that helps linebackers. And look, the Kobe Dean has has room to grow, which I think is good. And I think he, he benefits from having guys like you know um, Carter and Davis in the middle and Fletcher Cox. Like I think he benefits from that. All right. Well, that's all I have today. I'm done. Oh, that's I it. Still Finally, think we have a decent. I still think we have a decent linebacking core. <laughs> we just it's just not our it's not our strong point yet again. Well, it was last year, and guess what happened? Yeah, TJ Edwards was good last year. Kaiser White was not, but TJ had a great. We went season. to the Super Bowl. Yeah, TJ was great. TJ was really good. All right, let's get out of here. Thank God. Uh, thanks for. <laughs> Uh, you get you get time and a half for today, uh, Jansen. Appreciate it. you guys. Green Legion Radio, Fox Sports, The Gambler, one hundred two point five FM, Philadelphia. Thank you for putting up with us when we drink and can't shut up, especially on a Fourth of July holiday. Uh, Rexy, yeah, man, love you, brother. Thanks, Thanks for coming in, man. Love you too, buddy. Uh, cannot wait to be your roommate. I know. I'm looking forward oh, to that's it. That's terrible. Excuse me. <laughs> You're not invited. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't matter, Jansen, because we've been off air for 20 minutes now. Uh, I wish. John Jansen back in studio. Everybody else out there, our sponsors, Bud Light, proud sponsor of Bud Light, Stateside Vodka, Dave Bavuso, State Farm, Greater Philadelphia Health Action, Bucks County Baseball, Premier Window, Ludlam Cheerleaders, Echelon, E&J Mobile Cigar Lounge. Once again, Green Legion Radio, proudly sponsored by Bud Light and Cheerleaders Gentlemen's Club. We will see you next week when we talk about the Jimmy Kemsky article that I couldn't figure out how to get to the Cowboys dumpster fire. You guys, we're going to Cavanaugh's Riverdeck. If anybody's around, join us. We'll be in the back corner. Thank you, Rexy. Thank you, Jansen. On behalf of myself, Quimby, Green Legion Radio, and everybody, Diaz, Sat, Irving Fryer, Super Sam, we appreciate you. Enjoy the hell out of your vacation.